Hi everyone and welcome to All Wakey Aren't We? I'm Cy Boyle and this is my review of our match against Retford. 7th of March, Wakefield AFC 4, Retford FC 0. And a crowd of 192 were very, very cold, uh, but very pleased with the result. The lineup for the match in goal, uh, making his first start after coming on as a sub at the weekend, Callum Gladding. A back four, uh, which has changed because Robbie Miller was, uh, was was absent. So Kieran, Aaron Pilkington, Hayden Ward, Corey Woodward and Josh Craig as the back four. Danny Ewell and Jaden Sandu in central midfield. Going with a 4-2-3-1. So then your attacking midfielders, Mason Ruby on one flank, Kieran Cissé on the other, with Harley Blankley in the number 10 spot. And then up front on his own, Louis Stevens. Substitutes used. Owen Derrett, Jordan Chippendale, Ray Sibanda. As I mentioned, yeah, Robbie missed the match. Jake did as well. Um, both had knocks um, from the Selby match at the weekend, which they were sort of making sure he's all right for when we play Horbury, uh, which is the next match coming up. Uh, Henry also um, missed the match. Um, so that's why Callum was playing. And we're still missing Caden Henry uh, as well from the back line. So I think pretty much most of the defenders we had were playing in this match, really, especially the two centre-backs. Um, we, 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 uh, we've got the rest of them out injured at the moment. But great performance. Another clean sheet, two on the bounce, three wins in a row now. And uh, all in all, a very good match for the team. Much better in terms of performance than we had against Selby. The Selby match, as I said in the last review, was, was a pretty dull affair um, that we won narrowly um, but there was a much better performance this game particularly the standout performance um, which came from Jade which we'll come on to um, but we were very aware of, of the way that Retford played from when we'd played them at their place and uh, they, they played in a very similar style what they do they draw the, they draw you onto the, the ball um, sit back let you get into their half and then tackle at the right time, win the ball, knock it along and chase uh, with a counter-attack. And early on, I think in the first sort of 10-15 minutes, they had a few attacks that way that were getting past us, so it took us a while to work that out and, and try and deal with it. Um, but once we got the hang of it, we dealt with it a lot better, particularly in the second half. Um, but um, yeah, we were we were a lot more of a match for them than we were when we played them at their place. Um, back in August, of course, we're quite a, a changed team from then as well. Um, as I say, it was a very cold night. I think it's probably by the time we we finished the game, it was probably zero degrees to freezing or even the minuses. It was a very cold night. Um, everyone was like extra layers on to watch the game, but it didn't dampen the atmosphere at all. Probably one of the best atmospheres we've had, and we always get that with the floodlights. It does help with the evening kickoffs. Um, but a great crowd and and a great atmosphere throughout the game. Jaden got a hat trick, so we got four goals. And as I mentioned, like he was the man, he he was the star performer. Um, not just one of those games where you'd give someone sort of like a nine out of ten for having a man of the match. He that that's one of those ones where you'd say it's undoubted ten out of ten 
from central midfield to score three goals and throughout the game set the example for chasing the ball, for putting pressure on the opposition, for then when you get the ball doing something creative with it and um, for to, to say that he's not the tallest lad on the pitch, he's up there winning headers um, against taller players and things like that. Just a, just a fantastic all-round performance um, and he's really showing how he's developing into one of our most valuable players at the moment. He opened the scoring on 28 minutes. Uh, Kieran had a run towards the box, um, switched and found Mason just on the edge of the box, but he was he was marked. Mason then found Jaden, who looked up and found a little spot between the keeper and the far post on the left-hand side to slot the ball home and set us on our way. And I think maybe maybe for up until that point, it had been a bit of a seesaw match where neither neither team had had great chances to score, but neither neither team really looked like conceding to that point. So it was good to actually break the deadlock and, and set us on our way. And it relieved a little bit of tension that we thought, you know, because we were in an actual bit of a battle at that point. Uh, and then right on the stroke of half-time, Lewis Stevens got a goal which put us in 2-0 at half-time. Um, we'd got a free kick over on the left of the um, the left of the box. Daniel Cross came in and it was headed in at the far post by Lewis. Uh, that's 14 for the season for him now. Puts him two behind Billy in the race for the top scorer. So he's got a few games to uh, that is going to be one of catch and, and pass Billy. Of course, Billy's still out injured at the moment. So um, the race for the uh, for the top scorer for the season is hotting up again. And that gear, that goal, um, like I said, give us a two nil advantage just before the uh, before the break. And Daniel involved in that had just been booked previously, very unfairly in my opinion, and a lot of Wakefield fans. But again, perhaps we're a little biased. Um, but there was a foul by a Retford player who then wrestled um, Danny to the floor and, and had all of him. The Retford player got booked, um, and then the, the linesman comes up and get, gets involved with the ref and gets Danny booked for no reason. Um, yeah, just another strange slash shocking referee decision and thankfully it was only a, a wrong decision with a yellow and not something else but yeah again we always say don't we the level of refing at uh, at this level of football is sometimes a bit of a joke but 2-0 at half time got us a nice comfortable uh, cushion so we could actually come into the second half and, and enjoy our football a bit more and Jaden came into his own again in the second half managing to bag two goals his second one on 72 minutes was um, a great strike from distance. Got a bit of space, fired it into the top left corner, um, a bit like one of the ones that he'd done earlier in the season. And then completed his hat-trick three minutes from time with another great strike. Um, can't praise him enough. Fantastic. And it wasn't just him, um, although obviously he was the standout player. I think particularly in the second half, we saw a lot more from the attacking midfielders, from Kieran and Mason, Kieran in particular, on doing the off-the-ball work um, that we've been wanting to see. Because I think in the first half, Lewis was, doing a, Lewis was doing a lot of chasing of the back line to try and win the ball back. 
and that that was what was allowing them to counter on us uh, quite quickly. Whereas in the second half, um, we just didn't give them a chance of doing that, really. We we had everyone kind of pressing the back line so that when they did make the tackle to win the ball, they didn't have that chance to knock it long and, and go for the quick counter. Uh, and that gave us the chances to come and get the extra goals that we got um, to secure the, the match, to secure the win. And again, it's another four, it's four goals and... You never know how this season is going to go. It's had lots of twists and turns already. If it comes down to a goal difference, at the end of the day, if we're level with someone, those goals could really count. We remain fourth in the table now. Um, We are 10 points off of third place Rossington, so we're not likely to go any higher. So we're kind of looking at securing fourth place. We are four above Staveley, but if you haven't seen the the notice already, they're irrelevant now. Um... Because they uh, took voluntary relegation last season, they're prevented from going up this season. So even if they reach the playoffs, the league have said that they wouldn't be included in the playoffs. So if it's now the team in sixth place, that's going to um, get their spot. Those teams that we're looking at um, are Horbury, and we're nine above them. So that's quite a comfortable gap. And we're ten above Brig and Retford if Retford win one of theirs in hand. So if we can beat Horbury in the next game, um, then we're looking at a good buffer there where we'd probably need 10 points from the five games that are left to secure fourth place, depending on how the other teams do. So it's really in our hands now. And that's the good thing. That's how we always prefer it. When you look at the run-ins we had to last season, when we really came into our own was when we realised that if we won every game, we'd win the title. And that's what we did. I'm not saying we'll win every game before the end of this season, but we know looking at the fixtures that this is in our hands now um, and none more so than than Saturday's game that's coming up against Horbury. It's a six-pointer and it's a chance for revenge um, because they beat us at our place, so we want to go there and get a big win. Hopefully we'll have a nice sized crowd um, to cheer the lads on, uh, provided the match goes ahead, because there's a lot of rain and well, there's snow forecast at the moment as I'm recording this, and there's rain forecast for the weekend. Um, so it could be a bit of a, a wet, miserable weather match, but hopefully we'll have uh, plenty on the field to keep us entertained. And after that, then we've got a home match against Beverly. We've only got two more home games this season, which seems... We've had that many back-to-back games at the moment that it seems a bit strange that we've only got six league games before the playoffs now uh, and only two of those are at home. Um, and then obviously after that, once we come through the, you know, if we do get through the, into the playoffs, but you know, once we get through that period, phase, we're at Bellevue for next season. So it could be that we've only got two games at Featherstone to go, which seems very strange. Um... Because it was so cold, I unfortunately, I do apologise to you all. I didn't get a chance to speak to Gabe after the match because I did want to get home and get warm. Um, but Finley did manage to speak to Jaden. They're in a match for us. Uh, and that's coming up next. So I will leave you with that and speak to you in the next review. Thank you for listening. So here with Jaden Sandu after a 4-0 win over Retford. Now, Jaden, you scored a hat-trick today. Just talk us through your performance. It was great from the lads today. Obviously, scoring a hat-trick is 
not you from something usual from me, but it's one of those things. First goal, Tutworth's come in, gone in the bottom corner. Second one, Danny's let it run. She put it in the top corner. And the third one, Riz played me and chopped back inside her and put it in the other corner. But the performance from the lads today was outstanding. Kept another clean sheet and then just going into the next game buzzing. Yeah, and a great atmosphere today at the Millennium. How, how does the fans, you know, being behind you, how, how does that help you perform on the pitch? The fans are brilliant. Obviously, they push us forwards when we are winning and it's great. Sometimes when we're a little bit behind, they get us, get us going. Like, come on, press this, that and the other. And it, it, and it does help us massively. Yeah, and obviously a big game against Horbury on Saturday. How are you feeling against Horbury? I think Horbury? me personally and all the lads are buzzing. We beat Campion, we beat Selby, we've won 4-0 tonight, keeping another clean sheet. Two back-to-back clean sheets is absolutely class going into a, a big game.